Welcome to Rebecca Sounds Reveille. Oh, have I got a show that is going to grab your attention. In fact, the guest today is a short form content creator on TikTok. And we've talked about TikTok before and how massive this is. In fact, I know a lot of you might have been, oh, I don't know, a little bit skeptical over the last year or so with some of the controversy around it, but it's bigger and bursting out better than before. The guest today has been recognized for posting a variety of lip sync performances and skits. And she has amassed over 1.3 million fans on this platform alone. Well, we'll talk to her about some of the other platforms she's on, but we really wanna talk about this today because she de debuted her performances on TikTok starting in March of about 2019. And she is known for some of her sets to Cardi B, Megan the Stallions, WAP. We'll go into that a little bit later, but the oldest archived video that she has made was captioned, we had to cut my hair so I could become famous. And I wanna hear about that because I'll tell you what, a lot of girls, women, we don't wanna cut our hair. And so that's kind of a pretty big sacrifice. But um, she's also made a parody about staying up all night and playing Nintendo DS. There's so much more. In fact, that particular video, you're not gonna believe this, went viral with over 2 million views. TikTok's big. It's really big and she is a superstar there and we are going to just find out so much more. But in addition to doing this, she's got some upcoming adventures. In fact, one of the ventures um, that she's got is gonna be working with film creator and director, Stephen Sticks Josie. You may know him, he's been on the show before. And this will be with two of his upcoming films, Untold and Regiment. So I'd like to welcome to the show, Nicole Rohr, welcome. Hi. Hi. We are absolutely delighted because everything that's been going on over the last year or so with the controversy with TikTok has really, yeah. really just now gone away and you are blowing things up and making things happen. Tell me how you got started on TikTok. I remember I first started freshman year of high school. And I just started off and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a new platform. Is it like musically? What is it? And I just, I first started off just using all the little filters on there and just playing around and just making jokes. And the oldest archived video, which is the one that was captioned, we had to cut my hair so I could be famous. That one specifically, um, I got a pair of sunglasses and I put it on my head at the top and it got caught. So for about two years I had a little hair that was like shorter than the rest and it's still shorter than the rest and it was like this short and I would just cut it and I like hit it from everyone for a while <laughs> but, you know, with the weather in my town it would just like start fraying and it would just look like I got like a balloon and rubbed it on my head but <laughs> it was it was honestly worth it it was worth it because it was a really funny video and I really enjoyed it and from that day on I just I remember I first on that video I originally got like a hundred views and I was like, oh, I was like, I just got a hundred views. A hundred people just saw me and it just kept getting better and better. And I've honestly been so happy with what I've gotten from day one. This is really exciting because I know that social media likes, looks, views, shares 
originally, it was kind of nice to feel them and see them and things happening. But our society has gotten to a point now where this is important because it's really showing a major amount of interest in what's going on in your world. And yours has developed just so significantly. So it's got to be amazing to see, like you said, I mean, you're really happy with where it's at. But I mean, when you went, if you look back and you go, okay, I had 100 views. And now you're looking at, well, I had over 2 million views for this one video alone. That's got to be extraordinary in uh, grasping everything that you're doing and the feelings all associated with that. That's pretty, pretty neat. Honestly, it's crazy. It feels, it feels, it feels weird. You know, at first you're almost like, you're always thinking like, oh my gosh, like these small numbers look so, so big and they're still big to me to this day. Like, honestly, I don't think, you know, the views have like changed me as a person. I think it's just kind of more made me more excited for what's to come to show that like, Hey, I'm still going. Everything's going great. This is really good. In fact, um, let me just go back for a second. When you first started getting involved with TikTok, how popular was it? Were you in your like your hometown? In my hometown. Okay. So it was like not very, very popular. Like a lot of people did have it, but they secretly had it. It was like a thing where if you had TikTok, you'd have to like hide it from everyone. And you'd be like, oh, I don't have TikTok. It'd be like something that people would find embarrassing but I honestly still had so much fun with it and I was still like really really proud of it um it just it was popular but like secretively popular that's interesting you say that because there was a lot of you know concern that this was not going to be something that would take off but because of the duration it's really garnered a lot of attention for tons of videos because that fills gaps of time for a lot of people. And that gap of time is bringing them joy or inspiration or hope. And they end up following certain people that really just light up their world for whatever reason. And you're doing that. I mean, you are just making this happen. So I've got to ask you too, do you do this every day and then edit them? Or do you have a schedule that you... Uh, send out specific videos? How do you do this so that you make sure to keep the attention of your followers? To begin with, I started off with a schedule like where I would post exactly at a rent, like at a specific time. And it was a really weird time. For about, I think, six months when I first started, I would post at 7, 12 p.m. exactly. And I would like have to make the video like prior and then post it. And it was pretty stressful. I remember I'd be like running across the house trying to get things done and get the things I needed for it. And then after a while, I realized it didn't really matter the time. It was kind of when the idea came to me and when I really, really felt inspired to make a video. And then I started making it like that and kept it in about a three hour post range. Okay. I usually post from like 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. my time. So what's very interesting about the way you started that and gaining followers is a, a technique that people in leadership positions use to make sure that you have engagement. So even though under a lot of social media management right now, 
they say, okay, post on this particular platform between two and four, or this particular platform between whatever. It's really interesting in leadership positions, they say, if you want someone to be somewhere, especially if it's something that you're hosting or you're giving or for your example, in your example, um, releasing or broadcasting is what you just did. You put it at this obscure time and people are going to remember that. Well, 712, 712. <laughs> I, I have to do it. Oh, I've got to go see Nicole at 712. And they show up, they actually show up for that. There's something different in our mindset that causes us to do that. So it's interesting that you say that's how it started and that that traction worked for you and, and just really broadened the scope of your audience base. And so speaking of scope of audience base, do you get analytics from your TikToks in age groups and what yes. is the oldest age group that has the most views like 50 to 70 you know what I mean like 50 to 70 I mean the oldest sorry I was getting a call but I think I know what you're saying <laughs> um honestly from all of mine the biggest age group is I think 15 to 18 years old okay they give me the most views and the next highest one would be 18 to 24. Okay. So if I were going to talk to you about the largest age group mm -hmm. of your followers, since you are such a significant inspiration in their life, what kind of things could you share with them that would help motivate them to follow some of the dreams or passions like yours that they have? I would have to say that when I first started, people always doubted me and people always made me feel like it was something I should be embarrassed and ashamed of because I was different. And then I just kept doing it no matter how much, you know, it hurt me knowing that the people around me didn't support me, but it felt amazing when I could show everyone that I did something not many people could. And even if it is something very common, and something that you love, I think you should do it because, you know, in life we have to do what makes us happy because why have a job that we don't love when we can have a job that we do love and it doesn't feel like a job. It feels like you're having fun all the time. I love that. I could not have said this better myself because we find ourselves doing so many things to please other people and we don't yes. end up getting the joy and having fun with what we're doing. And we spend a lot of wasted time in that respect. And if I were to go back and share this with somebody in those age group, they might not, they might not be able to relate as much as they can with you. And you said something that I think really needs to be taken to heart here for those that are in the age group that you just shared. And I, let me just say why that is a hard time frame to get through in life because there's so many peer pressures there's so many peer judgments there's so much bullying and shaming going on and it really stops us from being everything that we can be but we have to follow what you just said i'm going to do this anyway and the one thing to find out is who your real support system is and who isn't 
and then start sticking with those who are. So I love that you, you are doing this. Do you know how many videos you have done total? I mean, do you keep track of them or no? I don't, but I think I have over 400 and then I've deleted a few, but I, okay. I definitely know I have a lot. <laughs> do you have a favorite one that you've done? I, this is, yes, I do. I actually do. I, I love it. It's, it's pretty, it's, it's decently old too. It was my first technically viral video. It got 2 million likes, 2 million likes alone. And it was talking about how it was actually an experience I experienced. And I get really anxious in like social settings a lot of the times. And this is a time when I went over to my friend's house and I was telling her, I was like, I'm a little hungry. And instead of, you know, saying like, to her mom, like, oh, we're both hungry. She's like, my friend's hungry. Can you feed her? And people thought that was really funny. They all kind of related to it in some sort of view. And it was in a bathtub. I think that's the biggest <laughs> aspect of all my videos is I make every single one of my videos in my bathroom. And that one was specifically made in a bathtub. Like, in, like nothing was in the bathtub. Like, it just had a bunch of pillows and blankets. and people in the comments were like, why is she using a bathtub as her bed? And it really kind of got a lot of attention and people just saw it as like something to like really look at. And I thought it was really funny. And I just, I view that as, you know, something that really, you know, kind of helped me get to where I am because without that bathtub, I probably wouldn't have gotten as many, many views because it was just something odd, something strange that no one really has done. Yeah, that's pretty creative. Did How did you come up with that idea? I originally started my videos in my room and I just didn't like the lighting. And I remember going into my bathroom one day and I was like looking around and I was like, this is some pretty good lighting. Like, and then I just set my phone up and I was like, okay, I love this. And I tried it out and it just boosted. Like all my videos started boosting because of my location. And I just decided, hey, you know, every place I will ever go will have a bathroom. This is perfect. Like there's, there's like, you know, it's just a setting. It'll keep my brand going. Yeah, you have to do that. We all have some kind of a signature or a trademark in some way or another. And when you know it, you keep it because people, I don't know, it just works. It does work. You also had um, another viral video about Nintendo DS. Yes, that was another one of my more viral videos. It was absolutely, it's definitely in my top favorites. Um, that one was talking about how when I was like seven, eight years old, I would always get my Nintendo DS, which I still have to this day. Um, and I would sneak it and I would put it under my pillow or inside my pillowcase so that when my parents would tell me goodnight, I would be able to like play on it. But, you know, they'd always come in and check on me because they think like, oh, maybe she's doing something because she's being a little loud in there. And they could also hear the little beeping noises of the DS. My little brain didn't think that. And I would just think I was sneaky and just put it back under my pillow and like fall asleep in any fall asleep in any position that I can think of. But it was just a video on that, an event that I would do like every once in a while. Did you think that that one in particular would just shoot off to over two million views? Honestly, no, I thought it was only me who did that. And the comments <laughs> like 
everyone was commenting like I thought I was the only one that did that and it was just really nice to see that some people thought they were you know being clever when they were seven just like I was and it was just, it was a it was a cute experience to share it's really refreshing when you get remarks and comments that support things that maybe you had questioned about or just really want more knowledge and support in a certain area. And it really is refreshing to hear that and that you are embracing it like you do. Now let's talk too about parodies. You do parodies and um, you're pretty right on the money. How many takes does it, is it for you to do some of them? It can, I usually get most of them in like two or three takes, but if it's a rough day, it can take up to like 30. 30 really? Takes. Yes. Okay. I'm okay. very picky. I'm very picky with the videos I put out for the fact I just want people to really understand what I'm trying to portray emotion wise. And I want to make sure everyone kind of understands. And, you know, sometimes it's like that hair was in the wrong place and it's just, you know, got to redo it. And it's just, and you know it when you see it because at, yeah. you'll do it, you review it, and then you're like, okay, that's that's it. That's exactly what yeah. I'm trying to convey there, and I'm seeing it. That's you know a really interesting point to make, especially for those who are in in the entertainment industry, because oftentimes when let's say we go to an audition or we have been given a part, we memorize it, we think we're conveying things a certain way. And the director, uh, you know, they'll say, okay, look, let's do this again. We don't see how we're coming across. Whereas you actually get to see and go, that is exactly what I am trying to send out. That's Mm -hmm. the message I want to give in my looks and my vocals and well, the vocals is if you're (laughs) thinking it's different, but everything's got to be just so perfect in, um, in everything that you do. And so if you are highly critical of yourself and many of us are, even though sometimes we don't even think we are, that can really be a daunting task to sit there and go through like 30 takes and go, okay, this is the yeah. one I want to use. It is. It's honestly, it's pretty tiring, you know? And I think the thing that's funniest is my family's probably like more concerned. Like she's been in the bathroom for an hour <laughs> playing the same audio like like 30 times. Is she okay in there? But for me in there, the time doesn't matter. If it takes 10 minutes for me to make the video, five minutes, or even sometimes it takes two hours. Um, I still enjoy every second of it because I just, I don't know. It's something I love to do. And it's something I just want to continue to do. This is fantastic. I love it. I think you should continue your passion, keep focused and moving forward. And all of the things that you're actually just sharing with other people in joy, happiness, they can relate to you and inspiration. This is huge. And you have found a way to convey that and it's making the difference in the lives of a lot of people. And I hope that you have an opportunity to continue just to grow that while you're still doing other things. And I know you have um, some future ventures with Stephen Sticks, Josie, and I don't know if we should tell the audience just yet what you've got going with that, because I'd like to have you back on and talk about it 
so that they can follow you as that as you go on these and not only is it just a business venture it's an adventure to do this kind of stuff and I think your followers should go along with that and the audience here and I hope they they connect with you so I want to thank you for being on the show today sharing so much because it's an inspiration what you're doing and again I mean I think we've just said so much about this already I appreciate that and I think I think that there's a lot of people who do too. If they want to connect with you, of course, where can they go on TikTok and other social media outlets that you want them to connect with you? Uh, you can find me at my handle, um, Nicole um, underscore R-O-H-R-E-R, my last name, Roar. Um, I usually have all my messages open on there. And from TikTok, you can, I have all my social medias linked. I have my Instagram messages open and I have it where anyone and anyone, if they need to, can contact me, ask me questions, talk to me, really get to know me. Um, if I'm always open. You know, I've always been really, really open with my fans. And I think that's the thing that's kept my account together the most because I reply. I think I reply to over 3000 comments every day and do like 10 messages a day. Um, so I definitely really, really want to connect with my fans. So if anyone wants to contact me, they can contact me through TikTok or Instagram messages. Love it. Those are the two places. Definitely got to connect with Nicole. You've got to see what she's got going on. Let her inspire you in overcoming any type of fears that have held you back from doing something that you wanted to do, whether or not you have a current support system or not, because you'll get one. I mean, just like where she's at now from where it began as some like this little secret thing and people were shaming for it. And now this is just something that has made an incredible difference in her life. I think when those things happen, you are filled with confidence, new drive, positivity, hope, and the doors open for you in many, many, many other aspects. So Nicole, thank you so much for being on the show today. And I really want the audience to connect with you. So we will make sure that these links are also in the description boxes on everywhere that this show can be both seen and heard. Well, thank you so, so much for having me. Uh, it was a pleasure talking to you and you've been just absolutely wonderful. So thank you again. Oh, thank you. And I want to thank all of you for tuning into another episode of Rebecca Sounds Reveille. Whatever your dream is, whatever you're feeling inspired to do, don't let anything hold you back. Don't let anybody hold you back. We spend too much time in our lives listening to the negative feedback of other people. Some are just envious and those things will keep us being held back. Don't let that happen. Surround yourself with people who are going to be positive influences. Continue to connect with people who want to help inspire you also. And you know how to do that with Nicole. So not only do we want you to connect, we want you to make sure that your friends and family, everybody on social media does, all those that you know and those you don't. So get the information out there. Thanks for tuning in.